Hey guys, welcome to a brand new episode of the Long Lost Heroes podcast. I'm AJ. I'm Frankie. And we're here to talk about The Mandalorian Episode 7. Um, what was the title of this episode? Did they say a title? Oh, yes, they did. The um, The Reckoning. The Reckoning. Holy shit. Okay, so yes, it definitely was a reckoning. That's definitely an apt title for this one. Um, yeah. I mean, like, this, I think, like, uh, the first episode and the second episode is kind of like another two-parter, right? Like, the the finale at the like is going to be next week, um, at the end of next week, and, I, you know, this is tying straight into that, like, ends on a big cliffhanger. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, you know... I was very excited that we were going to see Giancarlo Esposito at some point in this show. I'm a little bit bummed we had to wait all the way until this time. Um, but it's also interesting to see all the old characters from the beginning of the show come all the way back around, which is crazy. Um, yeah, and I think they did a smart thing where, like, um, you know, introducing these people along the way, but then, like, ultimately keeping it to Mandalorian and Baby Yoda's story and that they're meeting a bunch of people that help them or are against them um and some of them are going to come back to bite them in the ass and some of them are going to come back to help them in the ass and uh you know like assemble a crew of avengers that like is pretty awesome yes i like i like our little crew um and i and i'm also happy to see you know, well i guess we're gonna throw up spoilers because like this episode is pretty spoiler heavy it's a cliffhanger episode i don't really know I mean, if you've been watching, you know, Mandalorian, um, you've got to episode seven this far. I mean, you don't want to, like, get spoiled if you didn't see it. But having said that, if you're listening to this episode, I mean, just go ahead and listen to it. I mean, what yeah. are you going to do? Um, yeah, the last thing I'll say is that, like, I think the middle part of the season, in retrospect, kind of dragged a little bit. And um, this one finally delivered plot that we've kind of been waiting for, for a number of episodes. And, um, it, I mean, it delivered for sure. And like, it was cool to get some of those other one-off stories on the way and get, um, you know, take some Westerns and, and samurai stories. Um, but sure. And it was sure. all really fun, but I don't know. I, it, I think it could have, yeah, we all like the mainline plot stuff. We want to see what's we going did. on here. And I think that there's been, like, different red herrings of other things that are going on that they're, like, throwing around, which is interesting. So I'm curious to see how that all ties up, you know, as we watch and continue to, you know, view the show. Uh, but, yeah, I think that they have a lot of plans. So, yeah, please, you know, three, two, one, spoilers. Um, all right. So we're going back to the – what's this planet? N Navarro? Navarro, yeah. Uh, Dave, Dave Navarro. Navarro. <laughs> yeah, he just got he just got kicked out of the Chili Peppers again. Now for Shanti's back. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't Dave Navarro. It was another guy. I don't know, remember his name, but he was. Yeah, not. he's long gone from yeah. the Chili Peppers. But anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, well, we basically we went back to most of the locations, right? Like, we didn't go back to Tatooine, but we did go back to uh, the place where uh, Kuil was. Yoda is from, and and yeah, and then the. Um, the, the little farming areas. Is it Severine or something? Or am I making that up? I don't know. Um, that, oh, that very nice, uh, you know, Krill planet. Yeah. Which, like, 
What way to go, Mando? Like hopping onto the planet, not saying hi to your kind of girlfriend. Yeah, he's just like <laughs> not even gonna say what up. He's gonna go straight to Kara, uh, and then he just brings Yodi around. Now he's just like, all right, come on, Yodi, we're gonna go walk into this place. We don't know what's happening here. I mean, I guess there at least he figured it was safe. Like they lived there for a long time. Yeah, but it's uh, not safe everywhere. No, Frank. <laughs> we learned that later on in this episode. I mean, we've also learned that. Mandalorian does not know how to take good care of it because how many times has he done this and like had him out in plain sight and not wearing a hat or anything silly like that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we get a really awesome, uh, Gina Carano fight sequence. Another one like, damn. Yeah. She's very good. And it was cool to see the, um, you know, the plasma used and like kind of in a cool way. And then they were having this awesome, like boxing match. I loved it. I thought that was awesome. That was great. Uh, yeah. So then he kind of they pick her up and we go. We get Nick Nolte. We see him, um, and he comes and he's reprogrammed IG Eleven to be nice now and make tea, but apparently you can't just like download, you know, a new iOS <laughs> IG iOS <laughs> off the cloud. You gotta teach it how to carry a box around. Dude, this was so ridiculous. I loved it so much, though, because, like, uh, we get this sequence, this montage of watching. I, I mean, it's so slapstick and silly, but, like, it's, like, be, <laughs> Kuil cares so much about it. It's like, no, I did all this work. Listen to me talk. It's, it's, I have spoken. <laughs> I have spoken, it, yes. it, You know, it's, oh. very, it's very intense. I think it's a little silly that they couldn't just, like, upload it. Yeah, but um, but, okay, but we fine. skip past the um the the message that he gets. It's a little bit different than the one from last week, right? Where the uh, the droid saw a message in his ship. I think it was a different message, right? It was a different message from Grief Karga. Um, yeah, I mean, at the beginning of it, it's like this seems like a trap, right? I mean, but he's and he kind of knows it, right? That's why he's assembling his team. It's a hundred percent a trap. That's why he got everybody all together. Yes, that's right. why they were ready. Right. Yes. Um. um yeah, and so, I, I don't know. And then the other funny thing with Kuil is, like, he's like, I'm bringing the Blurgs with me. It's like, oh, man, like, they're going to oh. shit all over his ship and just like, stink up the place. I mean, he doesn't even have, like, a crate for the Blurgs. Like, they don't shrink down, like, Ant-Man style or anything. Like, you just have to carry I was surprised they things. could fit. It, they got three of them in there. That's nuts. The Razor Crest is a big ship. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, but obviously Baby Yoda messes with the ship. Oh and God. like it causes them to like go all over the place. So it's like, yeah, you got to watch this kid. So that's why they get Quill. Uh, and Mandel is reluctant to bring IG 11 on the ship. And he's like, I'm not going to, he's not going on the mission with us. He's staying there. He's droidist. Yeah, he is droidist. But like, I think in this instance, like maybe he has some, co- well, okay. So we kind of have a theory on, on this. Like, yeah, yeah I was yeah. just talking to Megan about it. Like, I think that IG-11 gave them up. I because uh. like because there is this like scene where, you know, so we're seeing Kuil running back and this is jumping ahead a little bit, but uh, running back on the blurg to get to the ship and he's like not answering the communicator because he's like rushing, but you also see the the stormtrooper dudes on the uh uh speeder bikes, uh they pick up and intercept the message. It's like maybe IG Eleven sent that to them so like they would know that the the baby. Hot damn, Frank! Right? 
Wow, good one, buddy. That's awesome. I can't take full credit. I think Megan has, has partial credit on that one too. Um, so, so there's that, and that, and we haven't seen IG Eleven like since like halfway through the episode. So that would kind of track as like a good reveal next next week. But, um, so anyway, getting back to the plot, we meet up with Grief Karga and his crew of cronies on Navarro. Um, the green guy was like, no good. Green guy was I'm sorry. Everybody else in that crew, totally believable Star Wars character, except for the green guy. The green guy, they should have done a CG head or like something really weird. He just was too believable. This guy has been some greed fuck ass, cheap ass makeup. No. <laughs> that is some Star Trek low jack bullshit. I did not like it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they could have just used like. There are some of the other guys, and we've seen them along. Like we saw no, the guys. No, Shada um, hated the guy last week. She was like, "Fuck that guy with the fucking hordes. It looks stupid." Um, but he's at least like been canon for a long time. Yeah, and they could have done another one of those pirate ones from like the the first episode. They could have done another one of those like, like I, the only reference I can't remember their race, but like Hondo Anaka from the Clone Wars. They they're like the scaly ones that are in uh, sure Revenge of uh, Return of the Jedi that are like like poking him into the Sarlacc pit. Like they could have done those guys, but like they had to do this weird green one. <laughs> yeah, no, I hate it. I'm sorry. All right. So I'm, I'm, with, the, I'm with the chlorophyll. Uh, listen, ultimately I knew that this, like that, that, uh, okay. So I know that like, I love this show, but like, I love baby Yoda. I love Yodi. Like to me, like he is hope. Like that's like, that's such an amazing idea that like Dave Filoni and Favreau and I guess Lucas all had to kind of sign off on to be like, this is going to be the new symbol of hope for star Wars. And they're Mm -hmm. so right. And like, so to me, there were like two parts of this episode that were like very profound. The first one is when, uh, baby Yoda goes to fucking force choke Cara Dune. And I'm like, no, no, no. (laughs) I'm like, you yeah. can't go to the dark side, baby Yoda. Not yet. Uh, yeah. So, but like, obviously, <laughs> obviously he doesn't know. Right. Um, but like, I was so, I was so afraid I had to like talk myself down. And then the second thing, which I think we do have to spend time and talking about here is the force healing. Healing. And well, so, I mean, the first thing that we have to talk about is uh, that we were wrong and that Baby Yoda still has his Force abilities. Yeah, he's totally uh, still got it. It's okay, everyone. Yeah, he's, don't worry. He's still got it. Um, but the the Force healing was like teased in the second episode, I guess when when he uh, uh, he rescues Mando from the the uh, or was it the beginning of the it was the beginning of the second right, episode. right? It's the second yeah. yeah it's the second episode yes. Um, and so he's gonna try to heal him, but he actually does it here for Grief Karga. And, like, it's not just, like, oh, using pain. It's, like, literally... Wolverine-style healing. Yes. And... F- fixing his flesh, getting rid of the poison. Wow. Yeah, yeah wow. Uh, so, I mean, canonologically, canon- is that, like, uh, Jewishly, is that kosher, Frank? Like, I don't know. Like, c- could Yoda have done that, theoretically? Could a baby Yoda have done that? Are we... Do, well, we, ac- do we accept this? I don't know. It's I don't think it's ever been seen before. Right. Um I think 
and I've got to think a little bit more to like the the animated shows because that's where they they delve in some more. But I I don't believe that we've seen like direct healing like this. Um, and unless and this is another Megan credit. Um, she's like unless it has something to do with Baby Yoda, Yoda's species and that it's special to them and it's not something that all Force users can do. Right. But but we still we've never seen Yoda do this. No, and there and like there's no way of. Okay, so I don't know. I'm I'm kind of I'm okay with this power now, and that like he's a baby, and maybe he's just so supercharged with the with the midi chlorians. Like let let's go back to what the whole thing is all about. You know, like I yeah. he's so supercharged with the midi chlorians at this stage in his development that he can kind of do this stuff and pass it on to other people. So like that I'm gonna I'm gonna let this one slide, barring future information like to me it's also interesting that like uh mando wouldn't know about the force like it's in, like so i'm curious to see if in season two like for like like more of that kind of part of the uh you know story is maybe developed like like do well we, you know yeah and they kind of cut off like an interesting conversation in the ship because like quill was talking about how he had heard rumors of this in the Empire, and then Kara was like, oh, well, but then she started fighting with him about, like, his, like, you know, the way he got his freedom and everything, and they never went back to the Force conversation. It's like, well, what did Kuil know? What did he hear about? Like, you know, does he d- did he know about Darth Vader? Did he know about Luke Skywalker and, like, the old Republic Jedis and stuff like that? Like, I, I don't know. But it, it is so interesting that in this world of the empire and like even in like a couple of years later like palpatine really like flushed out a lot and and spread a lot of fake news and um and i think that even like goes into the sequel trilogy like you know when we talk when talk about force awakens and like ray's like oh i thought that the jedi were a myth and all that stuff it's like it's so not part of like their everyday experiences or vernacular even but it was for so long it was for so long you um, know and it, okay so um all right so ultimately they get to this planet you know uh grief karga after he's healed he has a change of heart and they go in to do this you know you know you know stupid plan I mean, it's, it's a it's bad like, plan. It's like a new hope. It's, uh, you know, we're going to put the binders on Chewie and <laughs> we're going to bring him in and we're going to, you know, break, break him out. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, it, there, the, this entire town is flooded with stormtroopers. It doesn't really seem like there's a whole bunch of, uh, mercs around anymore. And where are the rest of the Mandalorian? I don't know if they like, I hope they all weren't killed, but maybe they like went to another planet. Yeah, they said that they had to move the place. At the big yeah. heavy infantry said they had to move to a new planet. So right. that that's fine. I'm 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 cool with the Mandalorians. But ultimately, and that's probably where all the Mercs went too. Like wherever the Mandalorian hive is, you know, mm. there's probably some other guys hanging out there. You know, at some sure. cantina bar having some blue milk, maybe. Um, yeah, they head back. Great work by uh, the stormtroopers they have in this uh, show. They're all the uniforms are beat to shit and like they're all sandy and like dirt covered. I love that. Um, those, uh, 
the troopers on the bikes uh, up front, those guys were fucking great. Yeah, I I love well, it. But, Acting but in helmets then, is underrated, man. Oh my god, it's it's they do such a great job. Um, it's really great. Uh, and then the other thing is like when you see uh, the moths army of stormtroopers they're all like spick and span and shiny and they're the death so, troopers like, right like they're like the, and, and the, the death, death troopers exactly yeah. so <sighs> there's a little bit of a double crossy twisty twisty here with in the ranks of the empire right i guess uh our um client as it were wasn't uh acting up to his to snuff in terms of of moff gideon i believe his name is yeah and uh you know just like outright shoots everybody in the bar and obviously our heroes survive, but it's like now they're way outnumbered. Um, this surprised me. I mean, I, I, when he said, Oh, he has a call. I was like, Oh, who's going to be on the line. Is it going to be like Snoke or the emperor or someone that we know. And it's like, no, okay. It's Moff. Like, that's fine. We can get a new character in here that we haven't seen yet. So that's great. Hey, what the fuck about this tie fighter? What the hell is that shit? Oh, ah, that was I thought that was a really cool shot. Like they must have saved a lot of budget for it. <laughs> it was cool, but like do tie fighters land like that? I always thought they just landed. Um I mean, I'm thinking like in like Force Awakens they kind of did. They had those like wings. I, I I think I mean maybe they even used like a model for this. I don't know. They used a lot of models in this show too. Okay. It I mean, it was it looks tight. Like maybe that's like his special tie fighter is how I justified it, it in my mind. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. So he shows up fucking, uh, what's his name? Um, who's the the German guy? Werner Herzog. Werner Herzog is killed by the lasers. And then, (laughs) uh, like, so, um, you know, they're stuck in there and like in real life, they're just dead. Like there's no way they can win. They're just captured, and now he has Yodi, and now they're, like, double dead. Like, what the fuck, you know? You pissed him off, and this is it. But it's Star Wars, so something magical has to happen. Something magical does have to happen. Um, Yeah, I mean, we see the the stormtroopers on the speeder bikes pick up Yodi. It's really sad that Kuil dies. Um, I thought he was a great character. Um, and he died yeah. doing a noble sacrifice, but it's just like still gut punch. Um, I think they get out of this because there's season two, <laughs> but ultimately yeah. I think that like there's, you know, it's going to be pretty hairy um, in the, and pretty bleak in the beginning of next episode. Yeah. I mean, I think whereas in, the last time he was on this planet, he got backed up by the Mandalorians. I don't think they can use that uh, loophole this time. Um, yeah. I, th- I think we need to see them kind of become, uh, you know, resourceful on their own and figure out some way. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, it, do we think that the Moff is, is, is dumb enough to just, like, let them live now that he's got his his package i don't know because what what if what if mandalorian challenges moff to an arm wrestling match (laughs) and then baby yoda force chokes him to death and i think that's how they're gonna do it that's great 
perfect. I mean, they set it up. They set up the joke. <laughs> and now they're going to deliver. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, <laughs> it's great that we didn't have to wait as long in between six and seven. But now we have to wait a little bit longer for the last episode. Um, sure. But we have Rise of Skywalker in... There's plenty oh, of Star Wars to 48 go 48 hours. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think this episode was really good. I think the the effects looked fantastic. Uh, they really, we the, the, the effects and the space shots, the B-roll is really great. Oh, it's amazing. And I think I think partially, like I said, a lot of it is model work, and that makes it look super real. So. With the exception for the green guy, <laughs> it was a perfect episode. I think we should have a Mandalorian, like... Um, like maybe like a Mandalorian like Star Trek moment like like segment that would signify like one issue of like makeup that just didn't cut it. I'm I'm starting that. It started. It happened. Um. So yeah. Uh, the next time we're talking Star Wars, we're talking an episode, the last of the Skywalker saga. Um. Listen, folks, we're having a blast. Um. To uh, make sure you're you know subscribing on. Apple, or if you have Google, or if you're using Spotify, or if you use Stitcher, um, please leave us a rating or review. It does really help us very much. Um, you can follow us online at LLH Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, you can check us out online at www.longlostheroes.net. Um, you can send us an email, info at longlostheroes.net. Uh, I'm AJ. And I am Frank. Thank you very much, everybody. All right. Bye. Thank you.